Just in time for kickoff, Hooters' famous saucy wings, delicious seafood, half-pound stack burgers, and fresh chopped salads. Hooters is honored to serve the Tampa Bay community with delicious take-home and a great place to watch the game with friends and family. Providing that famous neighborhood hospitality only Hooters can deliver. Hooters, proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit OriginalHooters.com for locations near you. Thanks to Hooters for their continuing sponsorship of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. This is episode 52 of season 7 with support also from Bill Curry Ford and Brandon Legal Group. Some people are trying to get a second opinion from me more and more for the time of year we're at with the playoffs. Nothing has changed in regards to that. If you listen to this podcast, you know I give out an email every podcast, and it is the only way that I answer your questions. And please do ask me a question rather than just running down your whole roster and telling me what you think. Recently, a great listener, a good fantasy player, just laid everything out, never asked me a question. I wrote him back and I said, please respond. Ask me a question. I I don't know where this is going. What are you doing here? I don't set your lineups. You don't set mine. Ask me a question or two, all within one email, Monday through Saturday, right.todd at yahoo.com, right.todd at yahoo.com. Someone who heard me on VEASAN last week out of Las Vegas with Gil Alexander. Uh, I guess they promote my Twitter address. Uh, here's what that listener didn't know. Got to listen to the podcast for me to give you one-on-one advice. He just sent something via Twitter. I don't answer fantasy questions via Twitter. Mm-mm. Listen to the podcast. Give me that download of the podcast. The podcast is free. If it's not worth your time, sorry, it's not worth my time to answer your fantasy question. This is an even trade, in my opinion. And I think it's even kind of one-sided for you that if you listen to the podcast, I'm available to you once a week to answer your fantasy questions via email only, right.todd at yahoo.com. Okay, with that out of the way, podcast league. Even though we're recording this before the Monday night action, Bengal Ralph, the tribe has spoken. Ralph eliminated week 15. He finishes in sixth place, five are remaining one in five shot for Dan Dennis Phillips from ABC Action News, Captain Morgan from the Todd Wright Tour, Mike from Payway, and me, your reigning champion to win the $1,000 from Bill Curry Ford. There will be one more elimination week 16, then all four play one more week for total points in week 17. All right, I've done the email, right.todd at yahoo.com. Talked about the elimination in the podcast league. Again, this is this podcast is being recorded on Monday morning, so independent of fantasy action or news out of Packers Rams on Monday night. I'm just going to recap what we saw in week 15 and comment on that working from highest point production on down. Josh Allen, number one. Uh, even in challenging weather conditions, not as challenging as some thought, Josh Allen was overall number one from week 15. Uh, he and Jalen Hurts, right? Let's see where they are for the season. Because they were 2-1 last week. They're just going back and forth for top fantasy football player this season with two weeks to go. 
Josh is now ahead of Jalen Hurts in my 21st century standard scoring settings by a little over 13 points. Okay, so let's go back to week 15 because Jalen Hurts was the number two performer last week. That's interesting because I thought Jalen was number one last week. And why did Josh jump him if he was only a point better in week 15? Doesn't matter. They're still the top two. Then Mahomes' huge game against the Texans. Texans keeping it competitive didn't hurt those of us who own Patrick Mahomes uh, as he was overall three. Thank you, Zay Jones. Thank you so much, Zay Jones. Zay Jones was overall four last week, independent of anything that happens in the Monday night game with his three touchdowns and the Jaguar victory against the Dallas Cowboys. I have been starting Zay Jones the last couple of weeks out of necessity, picking him up on waivers in the podcast league and Zay Jones a reason I am still alive in the podcast league and offsetting a move I shouldn't have made. I benched Ramondre Stevenson, even though he was active, I was worried it was just, he was going to give it a go or Parcells was going to just, you know, put him out there or use him as a decoy or whatever. Uh, didn't use him, So I left all of Ramondre's points on the board. Thanks to Zay Jones for all essentially making that a push with Jones and his six catches for 109 yards and three touchdowns for 28.9 fantasy points in my scoring settings. Kirk Cousins in the Vikings historic comeback against Indianapolis was overall five, QB four. Jarek McKinnon doing it again, kind of at the expense of Isaiah Pacheco, who didn't have a bad game, but McKinnon now two touchdowns, what, each of the last two weeks. Available in 22% of Yahoo leagues as I speak right now. And he touched the ball 18 times. Then we get down to Trevor Lawrence, who's been really good the last five plus weeks. Then Joe Burrow, who had the uh, comeback from 17-0 down as the Bengals have won six in a row. Uh, Dalvin Cook was RB1. So even though the Vikings were down 33-0, you say, well, that takes Dalvin Cook out of the game. Apparently not. Touched the ball 21 times, 190 total yards and a touchdown. He did have one fumble that cost you a couple of points. Uh, so he, I'm sorry, he was RB2 behind McKinnon. Then Stevenson, which was just touch and go all week. Um, and just tough to know with Belichick. Then the bizarre ending that I guess Stevenson started by not trying to score and then lateraling to Myers. By the way, Belichick really missed a chance when asked to explain what happened on the final play. Bill could have simply said, quote, we're on to Cincinnati. Because they are. They play Cincinnati next week. Bill, come on. Missed opportunity. Justin Fields was next. Uh, Derrick Henry, in a losing effort against the Chargers, he still gets it done. Uh, 163 yards of total offense and a touchdown. He touched the ball 25 times. K.J. Osborne had a big week uh, in the Viking comeback. Tyler Allgaier, 
available in 63% of leagues, 18 touches for 136 yards, and a two-point conversion with Desmond Ritter under center in a loss to New Orleans. George Kittle was the top tight end, four for 93 and two touchdowns in the win against Seattle, going back to Thursday. David Montgomery, maybe the last week Montgomery has the full load in Chicago. Khalil Herbert may play week 16. Montgomery was was good, uh, better than good. Uh, Two touchdowns, 91 yards of total offense, had 15 touches of the ball. Latavius Murray. 142 yards of offense, one touchdown, touched the ball 24 times. Uh, Latavius Murray and David Montgomery outscored Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey put up nearly 20 fantasy points in my scoring settings with his 138 yards of tandem offense and one touchdown. Uh, Justin Jefferson did get in the end zone, 12 for 123 and a touch. A.J. Brown, 181, no touches. Jalen Hurts did all the work on the ground. For the scoring, uh, Saquon Barkley, solid game despite uh, in the Giants win at Washington on Sunday night. 120 yards of tandem offense and a rushing touchdown. Russell Gage available in 87% of leagues. Two touchdowns from Tom Brady. Gage seems to be a guy Brady goes to when things get really bad. He's that guy. And things are pretty bad overall for the Bucks right now. That might not be a... If you're desperate for a wide receiver or flex play in week 16 and or 17, if you're still alive, Russell Gage is probably available in your leagues. That's a thought. Again, if you're desperate. Jalen Waddle, 114 in a touch, uh, better than Tyreek Hill, but both Waddle and Hill scored in that Bills game against the Dolphins on Sunday night. Okay, let's leave it there for now. I want to keep this one short. I'll be back with you later in the week as we look ahead to week 16. I hope you survived week 15 and you are playing a meaningful game in week 16, not a third place game, not a fifth place game, not a seventh place game, not a last place game. Uh, I've eliminated all those consolation games from my leagues, leaving waivers just to teams uh, playing meaningful games, kind of the college model. If it isn't a college football playoff game, does the bowl game really matter? Uh, The Florida Gators over the weekend in Las Vegas proved that it doesn't. Uh, with how they approached that game and got their ass predictably kicked by Oregon State. Thank you to Oregon State uh, for cashing that ticket for me uh, and a few others that I know. Again, for your fantasy questions, email me, right.todd at yahoo.com, right.todd at yahoo.com. We'll be back with another edition of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast later this week. Good luck on waivers, and we'll look ahead to week 16 And some things that are going to upset your in-laws because you're going to be paying attention to fantasy football on the holiday weekend. We'll talk more soon.